0: welcome to the Dow of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Hello, this is Buddy C. Welcome to the Dow of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. Today we have Marla and Amy and Marla and Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, us three are going to have a great meeting today we have some fantastic texts to go over i think it's very good very good so any announcements marlon we need to make i want to i do want to mention our fourth dimensioners meeting still 9 p.m eastern eastern every evening uh with a speaker on saturday if you come on sunday night. You'll get to hear Amy chair. Amy gets to chair. Amy chairs, and you'll see her as Ackworth Amy at the meeting, and she chairs on Sunday night. So uh, we always have good meetings and uh, lots of good recovery at uh, at the Fourth Dimensioners. ZoomAAMeetings.com will get you there. Uh, try to be a minute early. We still, some nights, still hit 100. So uh, make sure and get a spot, get there a little early. Uh, We also do a meeting after the meeting. If you're new to recovery, we can uh, get you in contact with some uh, phone numbers and a temporary sponsor and that kind of thing to help you out, help you get started, too. So the need to win. The need to win. Marla, will you read this for us? This is anyone new to the podcast. uh, This is a reading from page 107 in. Thomas Merton's interpretation of a book by Chongqia, who was a student of Lao Tzu, who is attributed with writing the Tao Te Ching. So, this is all Taoist philosophical text. So, very good stuff. So, if you would, Marla.
1: Sure. The Need to Win. When an archer is shooting for nothing, he has all his skill. If he shoots for a brass buckle, he is already nervous. If he shoots for a prize of gold, he goes blind, or sees two targets, he is out of his mind. His skill has not changed, but the prize divides him. He cares. He thinks more of winning than of shooting, and the need to win drains him of power.
0: It's not winning that drains him of power. It's It's the need to win. Mm. let's start with that first couple of lines when an archer is shooting for nothing he has all his skill i was thinking you about you, what?
1: please interpret i i
0: shooting for nothing i was thinking about no expectations not vested in any outcome
1: Oh, I see. I see what you mean. I, 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 I was looking at it differently. Like this is this is the other way. He's shooting for for nothing, meaning what he's shooting for is like a materialistic thing. But it, you don't. It's the opposite. Never mind. That's
0: what I'm thinking. Uh, that he has all of his. In other words, he uses all of his skill. And then the 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 more uh, valuable the thing he's shooting for the more nervous he gets and the less skill he can show Hmm. because he shoots for a brass buckle. He is already nervous. He shoots for a prize of gold. He goes blind or sees two targets. He's out of his mind because he wants the gold.
2: He's probably like, which one do I go for? Oh, my God. I just need to shoot both of them at one time. I don't know what to do.
0: Just one eye, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like when we used to drive home. Like we used to drive, right? <laughs> you guys did that, too? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you two lines, you, shoot, you just go for one of them. And yeah. <laughs> them <out there. laughs> oh, it's so not funny. We're so but it, is. So anyway.
2: it is funny because we're on this side of it we don't ever have to do it again Marla that's why it's funny <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like what was it the uh doc Holiday and uh, tombstone and he was drunk and he had both guns they said the guy said you, uh, you're so drunk you're seeing double he says I got a gun for both of you <laughs> <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs>
2: So I think when, when an archer is shooting for nothing, he has all his skill. The pressure's off. He's relaxed. It is what it is.
0: I've experienced some synchronicity with this story this week. Me too.
2: (laughs) Really? Me too.
0: (laughs) Well, you want to, you want to. You go first. You got your book first. (laughs) Okay. My Monday night book study, we're reading, uh. Yuchiyama's opening the hand of thought. It's a Zen study group. And there's a line here about uh, meditation as compared to an archer. And it says, we must always aim at doing Zazen, which is doing meditation, without being concerned with perceiving the mark as having been hit. So we aim, but we're not concerned with whether we hit the mark or not. Now, this was Monday, and we talked about this in the meeting and all of that. Then Tuesday, I met with Sensei. I meet with him at least once a month, and we were talking about meditation, and he did the exact same quote, but from another teacher, and he's never quoted that quote to me before. He says, like an archer, you know, he talks about, I said, we just talked about that last night, but a different teacher, not the same. He's not reading the book. It's a whole other quote for the same thing. Then Wednesday, I get the story. I haven't read the story yet. Then Wednesday, I get the story out and it's this. (laughs) I'm like, well, there's something here.
1: (laughs) Something there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Amy, you've got,
2: you've got. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, first thing, I'll go ahead and put this out there. Um, I have uh, been on a a tremendous journey for the past several months a, a weight loss, lifestyle, recovery journey. And um, just recently, I've, I've seemed to hit a plateau, and, and I'm focusing on the last few pounds that I have not lost. Whereas I'm not being grateful for the enormous amount that I have lost. And I know that before the last couple of weeks, when I didn't have that silly number in mind, when I didn't have really an end a destination say that things were going well and I was dropping weight and I wasn't, I wasn't stressed. I was just at ease about the whole thing. And then as soon as I started focusing on an end result, I stopped losing. So then within the last two days, what two days, three days, when I've tried to stop focusing on that in number All of a sudden, a tenth of a pound, another tenth of a pound is coming off again. So it's absolutely what this story is. Another one, because I have two as well. Love is letting go of fear. I'm reading this with a sponsee, and we did our reading last night. And um, it said uh, this was after. so, So that part, the weight loss thing was before I read this story. I'd read it and then anyway, really paid attention to it after the fact. Anyway, this says, I learned that when I was totally absorbed in what I might get, I was immobilized with fear and help and to help to no one. But when I was totally absorbed in giving, I felt no fear. Hmm. By letting go of the past, by putting my full attention into giving in the now, I forget about fear and could see things differently. Then it says, a shift in perception can reverse our way of thinking. It helps when you put the cart in front of the horse. I find that when personal guidance has established the goal, the cart, all I need to do is keep that goal firmly in my mind and the means the horse will take care of itself. Most of us expend so much energy in trying to find the means that we lose sight of the goal. So it's not exactly the same thing, but it absolutely is the same thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe it's said
0: a little backwards, but
1: just with more language.
0: Yeah, yeah, more words, right? When my son was small, he was second grade. I took him out west on a uh, trip in the Jeep, the Jeep Wrangler. We we did trips, started doing trips every year after this first one. And I gave him a camera. I had an old Mavica digital camera, one of those big ones. And I said, okay, take all the pictures you want. We're just going out and riding in the desert and enjoying and seeing things. There's nowhere to be. The trip itself is the vacation, not where we're going. It's the journey. We have no destination. We're just going these places. We'll end up, but that's not the vacation. The vacation is what we're doing while we're getting there. And it was fantastic. It was so fantastic. We started doing one every year until his schoolwork was so important that he wouldn't skip a week to go. And it's the same thing really is that we didn't focus on an end result to see the grand Canyon or see this or see that it was what was going on every day. That was important. We would, you know, stop and do this, do that, whatever, you know, and it's that letting go of expectations that made it, made it work. Similar, similar to what you're talking about. Uh, you, you're enjoying the journey of losing the weight without the goals there that were really important goals to you. But when you stop focusing on them, then you were able to, it was able to start manifesting again.
2: Absolutely. Not only, (laughs) I have to add this too, because I've never had a desire to be a runner at all. Jogging or running just has no appeal to me whatsoever. But all of a sudden, yesterday, when I was on my fast-paced walk through the neighborhood, I thought, what if I jogged the cul-de-sacs? Never before had I ever had that desire or even thought that it was possible. Mm -hmm. Guess what? I jogged the cul-de-sacs effortlessly.
1: Can I just share my yoga experience? Sure. Um, Which is the, the same thing in in um I hate to say in Western yoga, how you look in a yoga pose is very is is the most important thing. you you know, people model yoga poses, you know there's yoga journal with models on the cover. That's not what it's about. We don't care what you look like in a pose the 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 point of it is is building your body your internal body up to a point where where um it's effortless where the breath is just flowing effortless through through the alignment of the body the perfect alignment of the body and there is no attachment to how i look in the pose it's how i feel in it and how it makes me feel after so it's kind of very much along the same the same kind of non-attachment to the outcome because you can get very, um, you know, people can get, can get, their egos can get very um, inflated if somebody tells them, you're really good at yoga. You know, there's no such thing really as being really good at it. Um, there, it's a practice, you know, it's just a practice.
0: And when they've done that, they've lost it.
1: The, exactly. It's And it's very much a practice about, um, you know, c- uh, connecting with your higher power. It's very much about that. Do you think that's because people
2: that the attachment is so, people are so attached with other people's ideals of what should and shouldn't be or what we should or shouldn't look like?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there was a like, a, you know, the brand Lululemon, the, there was a big controversy because he didn't want, the, the, the first guy who uh, owned it, he didn't want to make pants for plus size women. He said, the, our pants are only made for skinny women, basically is what he said. That's what our culture is about. Anyways, he was fired. But uh, that's, yeah, that's what our culture is about. And, you know, if you look at, you know, pictures of people in yoga poses, you don't really see any overweight yoga people that are overweight. They're all wearing tight, you know, matching things. I practice in a T-shirt and shorts. But that's neither here nor there. It's just practicing non-attachment is really the, the goal of it. Even that's interesting that you just said you practice in a t-shirt and shorts
2: because for me, the perception, and and if I were to start trying to do yoga now, I don't know what it would look like, but (laughs) as far as like, but I can tell you that I would need to have the look, I, I would, I would want, I wouldn't need to, I would want to have the look on the outside Because my perception is if I look the part on the outside, right? I know it's backwards. If I look good on the outside, I might match on the inside. I went to a freaking painting class one night with some friends and thought I needed to look, I needed to wear a Bob Ross t-shirt and a beret and like a smock. And like, I looked the freaking part because I was going to go paint like Bob Ross,
1: now, God, I hope not. I hope you never do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I even said happy trees. I need to paint some happy trees, right? Because of the perception, exactly what I was just talking about with you and should, could, whatever, you know, because I think a certain, like you could do this if you look like Bob Ross, you could paint happy trees. So I needed to look like Bob Ross so I could paint happy trees. I get that. When if I had just I mean, pro- the painting wasn't bad. I'm going to tell you right now, it was, it was an okay painting. Um, but maybe because that's how I have some artistic stuff down in there, not because I look like Bob Ross, right? <laughs> but it's just an interesting concept how it can be applied to everything, right? Like the prize this this prize of gold was. I need to look the part. I need a happy tree painting when I get done. Not enjoy the experience of
1: painting as I paint. That's that's pretty, you know, that's a lot to put on yourself. That's a, that's a lot to think about. And to think you need to think like that, I guess, is, you know.
2: <laughs> I think it's cool that my thinking is evolving into that. Maybe not that I feel like I have to think like that, but like that I did think like that. I don't know if this makes any sense, but I did think like that. Look the part, be the part. Now it's shifting to be the part. Then the look, the part will come after.
0: Yeah. See, that's total evolution. doesn't matter. Oh, right. At that point, it's irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) That's moving from that having to doing to being that we always talk about, you know? Now, this next stanza gives us some of his disturbances, some ways that we can see when we're starting to get off kilter. It says his skill has not changed. He's still just as skillful an archer as he ever was. But the prize divides him. He cares. He's got concern. He's vested in an outcome. So he's no longer thinking about the journey. He's no longer thinking about right. uh, his archery. He's no longer using his form as he would normally. He's thinking about the prize. He's It says he thinks more of winning than of shooting. Yes. That,
1: all right, so, so the Olympics are happening. I'm thinking these athletes, although they, I'm sure, love what they do, they're going for the gold. They 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 have their eye on that prize. Is this any different? Is it any different?
0: I'm not an athlete, but I would say they would need to consider their uh, whatever their uh,
1: motivations.
0: If they're a runner, they need to focus on their running, you know, and do the best job running that they can, and maybe they would win. Not just I've got to win this prize, you know. And,
1: That's how they do it. You
0: know, or yeah. You know,
1: a true athlete thinks is forget the prize. I got to be the best at what I do. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool.
0: It's interesting there. He says the need to win drains him of his power. The need to win.
1: I can only think of one person who feels that way.
0: Only one. <laughs> Just
1: one public person. <laughs>
0: We're beating him up, Marley. You can come up with somebody else here.
1: <laughs> Horrible need to win. He's a sore loser. <laughs> can't lose well. Doesn't lose well.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does not lose well. Um, can you win without needing to win? See, it's not about winning, it's about the need to win. Mm hmm. It's not that winning drains some of his power. It's the need that's behind it that drains him. I was thinking about the love of money. You know, I hear people misquote this Bible reference all the time. They say money's the root of all. Well, money's not the root of all evil. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil.
1: Oh, you mean they forget that front part?
0: Yes. (laughs) Oh. Well, people don't understand what they just. Quote, well, that the
1: changes
0: way? the whole meaning of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same as the need to win. It's not money that's evil, it's the love of money. A lot of people who are very poor love love money. Doesn't mean you have money because you love it. There's a lot of people that don't have it that love it just as much. And they do evil things to try to get it. So it's not the money itself that's evil, it's the love of the money. It's not winning that's the problem. It's the need to win that's the problem.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about what would be behind that need to win.
1: Well, I would ask, so as a guy, which I think you are. Yes. Are you born with a, like a competitive streak? I, I was not, but like my, my husband and I, we would, I think, you know, during the first few years of knowing each other, would try to outdrink each other. He was really competitive with me about it.
0: Well, I think I think uh competitiveness sometimes transcends gender as well. I do I know, I'm just kidding. Absolutely. I was born with that like
2: <laughs> phrase, like literally on that same walk yesterday. My husband was with me and I was talking, I was talking about going to Florida with my older sister and how she said we could do. Our ex, you know, we could go walk so I could keep up with my regimen. And I literally said to my husband yesterday, and on the mark, I said, You know, I don't think she's going to be able to keep up. (laughs) And he said, It's not about that. I said, But you don't understand it absolutely everything is a competition with my sisters and I. Absolutely. My twin sister, after she graduated with her uh, most recent degree, she said, We're grown ass women. She finally, she looked at me and she said, finally, I have more and I've done more than you. And then she wasn't (laughs) malicious at all because we'd get along. She's my person. But literally, it has been that way since the beginning of our lives.
0: Mm.
2: I got to win. So when (laughs) the need to win, I get it. I get it. So I don't buddy was right it absolutely it does. I don't think it matters men women I think it's just something we were
1: no it does I was my father like doesn't even know what sports are so I wasn't he's the least confrontational person in the world I knew nothing of it but I was not born with a competitive streak in any way shape or form I just we, and we weren't you know I did, I wasn't exposed my dad's I, was,
0: I I've always been competitive. I've gotten rid of a lot of that in the last few years, but it it can show itself if I'm not careful. But I can imagine. Now, I'm sorry.
1: I can imagine. You know, especially um, in business, like you know, like I can do better than you, and I can sell more houses than you. Or yeah,
0: I, I, I it. treat it now like thoughts. You know, just because I think something doesn't mean it's. I've done something wrong or something to correct. Same with that. I just said, "Eh." just dismiss it when it comes up, if I can. Now, when I do these competitive motorcycle things, that is total competition. So I just started competing against myself instead of other people. So I just started competing against me Mm -hmm. and that worked pretty good. And uh, I enjoy it too. So do the best I can do. And everywhere everyone else comes in is on them, you know, and then if, and, and I have to be considerate and I have to be helpful. And if things, something's going to take time that I can help someone, I will try to stop and do it. Not always, but I try. Then I say, then I see when I've messed. I mean, it's, it's a struggle. It's a, it's a struggle, but uh, yeah, I was looking at this need to win I I think it's, uh, of course, it's an ego-based, it's a fear-based thing, that uh, we think that if we win, it will make our life different. Like this archer thought, I'm sure he was thinking, if I win this gold, what all I can do with the gold, and he's thinking all of this while he's trying to shoot. So I think it's the same thing. We think these things will change our life. Mm -hmm. So... That's part of the problem because they didn't care to us. If we weren't concerned about them, then it would not affect us. And if we won or not, it would just be okay. If we did, it'd be okay. If we did that back to that acceptance business.
1: Yeah. Oh, that acceptance business.
0: I know (laughs) this is is the 79th verse from uh, Wayne Dyer. The last stanza says one with true virtue always seeks a way to give one who lacks true virtue always seeks a way to get to the giver comes the fullness of life to the taker just an empty hand I see the taker as the one that wants, that needs the one that's after the wind not man I'm sure if you're an archer you would enjoy shooting you know you would enjoy it So at that moment, he was not enjoying his skill. He was not showing any appreciation. He was just out for the win. And that need to win drained him of his ability to win. So many ways we can apply that.
1: Yeah.
2: I'd be curious to see, like, what, if any, correlation there is between those athletes. And I don't know that there's any way to quantify this. Those the athletes or or anyone in a competitive sport or situation that are consumed with winning and only the gold, right? How many of those end up injured or because they're distracted by the ends and not, you know, not the love of the game or whatever.
0: It's got to make a difference.
1: Yeah. I, I think, like, some, um, and like, I'm just thinking about the NFL, like, some players are in it for the jackpot, not the game. You know, it's a way out. It's also a way out of maybe a, a sucky way of life and you know, just play football to want to just.
0: I was thinking about, too, how this relates to recovery and how. And anything, it goes back to that, I uh, heard in recovery a lot, what I compromise to keep, I'm going to lose.
1: I never heard that, but it makes sense.
0: Yeah, that that fits with this. Because if, if, you're, if your goal is to, this need to win would actually cause you to lose. It wouldn't cause you to win. Because the need to win causes you to compromise in some way if it's compromising your, in the form, if you're talking about the archery, because he was compromising. He had to be, or he would have shot as true as he always did.
2: So what that made me just think of was if, you know, we're, we're told in, in recovery to just one day at a time, just one day at a time. Right. And when, especially early in recovery, if, if one thinks about not drinking for the rest of my life that's so overwhelming and that's a lot and who can do that and that's too hard oh i need to have a drink because that's too much i can't that's why just bring it back to right here right now just don't drink right here right now you got that always help
1: Rest will take care of So, yep just is like
2: it, it'll it, always be right here right now
1: it always helped to remind myself of that is is like okay so I can't drink tomorrow and boo hoo I'm just not going to drink today. Don't think about the future about, of it.
0: We had a, a, a guy in our meeting the other night that's been in and out. And, uh, he was talking about something. I, I can't remember exactly. I know Amy was there. So he was talking about, he was going to get a chip and I told him it wasn't important. And it, it come across like I was saying something negative. And I said, uh, What's important is what you're doing today and just keep doing what you're doing today, every day. And that's not going to make any difference. And I think he got it. I think he got what I was trying to say,
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: but that's the whole point of this is that we stay in the moment. We keep doing what's in front of us to do. Like we're always told. We don't, we let go of those expectations. We let things work out like they work out. I've got two and we've been coming back to this quote over and over this one first, then the one we come back to constantly. If I focus on the problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's that's the inverse of the winning. You know, if I'm focusing on what's wrong, Mm -hmm. that's going to continue to increase. I need to change what I'm focusing on.
1: It's so True. And it's just flipping the perspective and, or f- changing the perspective, flipping it around.
0: If, if I get in a situation like this Archer and I'm starting to get bent out of shape, I do a couple of things. One, I say, what's the worst thing that could happen? And I'm am I okay with that? And it takes the pressure off. It helps me to come back to the moment and get out of that, uh, uh, out of those expectations and out of the future. Or if I could have someone that's not behaving the way I want them to, and I want them to change, uh, I use, I would not change them even if I could. Even though I don't believe it in, the, in that moment, and I would change them in that moment if I really, could. <laughs> I start with that though. And I, my actions change my thinking, you know, and I say, no, I would not change them even if I could. And and every time I say it it's a little lighter, a little lighter, and all of a sudden my expectations of them diminish.
1: Amazing. Just like that.
0: Just like that.
1: Similarly to we will not
2: regret the Passover we'll just shut the door on it. Yeah. Because I realize today that I am a product of everything that I've ever done. And I am here, right here, right now, today, because of all of those things. Mm-hmm. And if any of them had been different, I might, I certainly would be in a different right here, right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm really okay with right here, right now. Excellent.
1: So are you, do you know this because you're feeling like moments of happiness or lengths of period of time of happiness, contentment, fulfillment? Is that what you're, what you think, what you how you feel it? Yeah, I think so, Marlon. I'm not sitting here focused on
2: what I need to get or what I need to do, or I'm a failure in life because I haven't done this, this, or this. Like I just, I, I don't obsess over those things. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the committee still has <laughs> fun times, you know, some days, and then I just kind of entertain them for a little while. And then um, kick them out yeah or just acknowledge their existence like okay okay those voices in my head you know you haven't you haven't said anything in a while I'll let you talk for a few minutes then you're gonna shut up because you don't know what you're talking about you know whatever I mean I know that sounds like I'm absolutely batshit
0: crazy but I smile at them Amy
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: I smile at the thoughts
1: yeah smile yeah
0: yeah, and that sounds even more batshit crazy.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> so you just don't need to absorb, get absorbed in it.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's part of the aiming and not part of that whole analogy with the Zen with the aiming is that you have the thought, the thought is the error, and you just let the thought go instead of trying to point it somewhere. So you're not worried. You don't follow the thought through down, you know, down the rabbit hole. Down the path. (laughs) You don't care because the thought comes up, and all of a sudden, instead of you following that thought all the way through to the target, because the thought has an end, and it's the thought's the beginning, you know. And so it never
1: ends well, does it? The the end of the thought. It's it's always me. Yeah. Yeah. Piece of shit. You know.
0: And then you just let it go. Uh, I had one more AA quote. This is the next page on 420. I do whatever's in front of me to do, to be done. i leave the results up to him. However, it turns out that's God's will for me. Um, that That's really acceptance for me. I have to, you know, I, I can't control once I let, you know, once I let go, there's nothing I can do. I can't control those things. And me sitting there trying to figure out how it's going to end up.
1: We have no control of to end up.
0: Never productive. That's why we just focus on the moment, the next right thing. Stay there all the time. Keep pedaling, mm-hmm. you know. And we're going to end up wherever we're going.
1: I wherever. think for me, that's a lesson learned from the quarantine and pandemic. Is I have no control. But I do, there's things that that I do have control over that I take control of. But life, no. Things that happen in the environment, I have no control. And, yeah, just.
0: And and what what I realized was all those things I tried to control, I was controlling them because I was thinking that they were going to make me happy. Sure. So now that I've learned that my happiness comes from within. So I can be content in some situations that the situation itself would not bring contentment because the situation's not what's making me content. That's coming from within. So I can, I can be okay in situations that are not okay.
1: Handle situations that used to baffle us. Yep. And I hate quoting AA.
0: Marla quoting AA. Oh my god. What's this world coming to?
1: <laughs> you know when you read it a million times, it gets It's
0: okay, Marla. It's okay for you to quote AA. It's okay. I know.
1: I know. I don't know. I'm not anti-AA. <laughs> I'm just uh,
0: <laughs> I'm just having fun with you. I know.
1: It's just not not part of my recovery right now.
0: This is a good story, guys. What else do we have any other uh it's the most natural thing to shoot without thinking
1: <laughs> like unsol- giving your unsolicited opinion
0: or I mean <laughs> like if you're shooting the era you just point and shoot at the at the target you're not thinking about it you're just it's an with time it just becomes you know muscle memory the same with us just doing the next right thing without thinking about it we just do it. We learn just to do it.
1: Well, that was like. It, go ahead. I think we um, uh, like also unlearning the habit of of drinking and drugging. Um, you get into a, a, an unhabit of it, so that it's not the first thing you think about. I know it's not a word. No, but I like
2: it. <laughs> unhabit, because that's that's exactly what I was thinking of. I, I was thinking like how many how many days was I on the alcoholic pilot or pill pilot, or just go drink, go pop pills, go just do it. And without even thinking about it, right. Not even being conscious of the fact that I was drinking again, that I was popping pills again, that I was doing whatever again, here I am again, you know, and, and I had to, muscle memory un muscle memory. Okay. It doesn't sound as good as unhabit myself. But you know, quite, quite literally, I was just thinking about not archery, but target practice or going to the gun range. Um anytime I'll just, you know, I want to hit that little bullseye right there. I just want to hit just and I'm focusing on that one little spot. Yes, I mean I need to aim in the general direction, but the more super focused I get on that one little spot of that one target, the more off the mark I am. When I just
0: shoot. When you don't breathe. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't use form, you know, and you're just, you're, you're, you're tense and you're all. Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 I always do a better job. Yeah. (laughs) If you can relax and shoot a gun. I mean, If that makes any sense, but yeah. Wow.
0: A lot in these two little paragraphs.
2: Yeah, I do. This doesn't have any, well, I mean, it might be related and buddy, I'm sure if anybody can find a correlation here, it's you. Um, But something I've done over the last year plus has been really enlarged, you know, to enlarge my spiritual life i guess for lack of better words and and you know the the four dimensioners led me to the dow the podcast and and just exploring all kinds of avenues and my sponsor recognized that and she um turned me on to a book called whisper
1: i've never heard of it
2: it's a jesus bible book i'm telling you it's all it's written by a pastor and it's got scripture and so I know that a couple of years ago, there's no way I would have even, I would have been like, you want me to read what with you about what? (laughs) But we read this part yesterday and, and I'm just, I just needed to share. I knew I needed to share it with you today. I can handle any question you ask me. This is God speaking. I can handle any question you ask me. You just don't have a large enough frame of reference to handle the answer. Our questions are often the wrong questions because they are based on such a small frame of reference. You and I aren't smart enough to ask the right questions because we think in finite categories. Maybe it is related because my finite category is what's the end result? What's the goal? What's the prize? So I'm grateful that my frame of reference is getting bigger today. Awesome.
0: And it just continues to expand, Amy. Yeah. And then you, I tell you, the biggest gift for me is this idea that I don't have to figure things out. Because I always wanted, I always had a solution for everything. I always figured everything out. I always knew, I wanted to know where things were going. I wanted to... Nothing was left to chance. And now I'm actually doing the opposite. Almost everything is left to chance. Wow. Which is highly, it's it's a whole nother way of thinking for me. It's total opposite, total opposite.
1: Yeah, because from from what I understand of your history, you were always like inventing work. You know, created work for yourself. and I worked
0: all the time. I worked through on Tuesday nights normally, Marla, all night to catch up and then just stayed at the office all day again Wednesday. I did that almost every Tuesday night. That was my night to stay at the office. Kids would come to town, we'd go eat, and then I would just go back to the office and work all night.
1: That's a lot.
0: Yeah, I did that. I worked every day. I, I, I got over 100 phone calls a day most days. And, yeah, I was just all the time because it was up to me to make it happen. Right. Uh But that was the time in your
1: life, too. You know, you were young and bringing up a family. You had to. Uh, Yeah,
0: but that was way too much.
1: Way too much. No question.
0: And it was because of my control. Now it's the opposite. Like someone asked me, are you going to live at the lake forever? I said, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Why not? I, I can't see me living here. Uh, forever, but I don't know. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, what's your one year, five year, 10 year plan? I, I don't know. I said, I do want to do this and then this, but after that, I said, we'll just see what happens. That is so counterintuitive. Intuitive.
2: Do you? Because now I'm thinking about the fact that before I would try to fit all these things into one day and I never got any of them done. And I was always behind and I always did that. I, I could never catch up. I felt like I could never catch up. Now, if I were to, to write out, I don't have a desire to do this, but if I were to write out like a schedule of what I do every day, I, there aren't enough hours in the day to fit all of that stuff in, but all of a sudden I've managed to get an hour a day of exercise on top in addition to all this other stuff. <laughs> How is that scientifically possible? Hmm.
0: Right? You're not you're not wasting so much energy now.
2: Focused on the vers- on the end, focused on the prize, focused on I gotta do this, I gotta do that. There's no rigidity the there.
0: You're enjoying the journey.
1: Yeah. Wow. You gotta. I gotta. I had to let go of the should have's. I should have right. done more work. I should have done more school. I should have this, that, that, and not. That's regretting the
0: past. You know. Oh, I, oh, I, was I, that it, another?
2: That was a quote. That was
1: another quote.
0: There. <laughs> that was an AA slogan. I think was it. It was. <laughs> part of one? You've been going to <laughs> AA meetings behind our back, Mara. What have you been doing? She
2: she changes her screen name. She comes to the Four Dimensioners every night. And she hears us. That's
1: what it is, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you know what? I I have I did five years with AA because it was the only thing offered. So, it, you know, at times I did it daily, but uh, at least three times a week. So it gets ingrained. Yeah, so, but
0: you don't quote. Yeah, I never hear you quote AA, though. It's kind of funny. I,
1: well, you guys are, you know what I'm talking about. We're also. drawing it out of you, Yeah. There's a couple of people that have not experienced AA that, you know, in our recovery groups. So, you know, those kind of words don't matter to them. Although, you know what they did, they should matter.
2: So you'll just sound really just genius. If you just let some of that stuff fly, Marla, that's what you should do. You should just casually say some of it. And they're going to be like, whoa, Marla, she's really got it going
0: on. <laughs> <Ancient> <laughs> wisdom. Amy, you ever get yeah. any new sponsees and you start quoting, they go, wow, you're so smart. How did you come up with all of that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then I have to tell them, yeah, it's not me. Especially yeah, if I hear them try to say, she said, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but then it's like, do I really need to tell them it's not me?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I, I definitely know. tell them if they misquote it, right? Yeah. No, you can't. No, that's not how I said <laughs> I'm <Am> not <I> right. <laughs>
0: No, I had. I tell them, I tell them that, no, no, you're not going to hear an original idea from yeah. me. Someone has, every idea I have, I've learned, I've it from someone else. Yeah. And then well, I also yeah. tell them, I say, listen, I said, you're going to be disappointed in me in some way. I said, I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'm going to disappoint you. I'm going to do something wrong that you feel is wrong. Just get ready. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. That's uh, spot. These are funny.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this was perfect timing today. Of course it was. Of course it was perfect timing for me today. It's always
1: everything we need to hear. Mm
0: -hmm. Everything is as it is. is. It's our perception that uh, makes it look as if it's not. Good stuff, guys. Anything else before we close? Y'all good?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, guys. Well, then we'll see you next week. Bye.